tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good game, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Why, hello, everyone, and welcome to the concert experience right here on AfterBuzz TV. I am your host, Tony Moore, and I am joined by a fabulous entertainer who will have you cha-cha all throughout your city. Please help me welcome to the concert experience, Mr. A.B. Soto. Yeah. Yes. Cha-cha, bitch. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? Now, you are looking super fantastic today. Thank you. I Let me tell you, I knew that I was going to have you on the show today, and I didn't even try. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep she it real plain no. and yes. simple because there is no way I'm going to be able to compete with whatever that you have coming through today, and That's you sweet. did not disappoint. That's sweet. Thank you. I thought I'd dress up. Why not? It's you a, know, It's a Monday. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just, you know, a little daytime wear. Yeah, dress to work today. <laughs> Why not? So, let's, let's chit-chat about all things you. Now, yes. you are actually from East LA. Yes. Which I feel like is very rare to meet and talk to someone that's actually born and raised in LA. Right. Like you guys are more of a rarity than yeah. people who are not from here. Right. So right. what was it like for you just like growing up and, and you coming into your own and finding your zhuzh and all that? All Tell us that, about that. All of that. Yeah. Well, um, I grew up uh, East LA. Uh, both of my parents are from Mexico. We're first mm-hmm. generation here. And, um, you know, we grew up very like Latin home, very mm-hmm. conservative, you know, working parents. Uh being out, you know, or having a career in the arts was never really, like, an option or something that, like, you know, we saw. We were just, like, too busy, like, living and and surviving, right? Yeah. So, um, but she she found her way, and she listened to music, and she would sing and dance in her bedroom, and, uh, I, uh, you know, eventually decided to go to fashion school right uh-huh. out of uh, after high school and then uh, stopped doing that. I felt this like urge to dance. And so I yeah. went to an audition and took classes and got signed by an agency and I was dancing. And, uh, you know, before you know it, I was writing music mm-hmm. and decided to just kind of like throw caution to the wind yeah. and just pursue what I ultimately wanted to do, which is to sing and dance and act and and be the cha-cha bitch that she is. I see it. <laughs> I, I feel like you're, we, we have such a parallel life because I know when I was younger, I actually wanted to be a singer and a dancer. And yeah. I used to put on a concert for yes. my family so you know. for any reason. Yes. Earth Day, I was performing. Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> any chance. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, it's just like, it's so, you know, ingrained in you, I think. Yeah. And you don't discover it until later. Because I know I didn't discover mm-hmm. my love for the arts until later. But mm-hmm. being a male, mm-hmm. it was just kind of, like no 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 right you can't do that right you know right. what i mean um yeah. but now it's just kind of like go at it yeah and and it just it always felt for me like now that i look back at it mm-hmm. like it 
until this day, it's like this urge, like to give birth to something. You can just kind of have to like let out of you. Yeah. And I remember now looking back at like my childhood, I was performing at every little single chance mm-hmm. I could. Yeah. And my dad would even actually give me the opportunity to like clear the living room, mm-hmm. and I would say, "Dad, I need an hour." He's like, "Are you going to perform?" And I was like, "Yes." So I would put MTV <laughs> on, put music on, and he would go outside and do yeah. yard work or go to the gym, whatever. Mm. And he would allow me that space. Yeah. And now, like, I took it for granted at, at that time. Yeah. But now, it was just such a beautiful thing that my dad was doing for me. Yeah. And I guess in his own little way was his way of accepting me yeah. as a whole and saying, all right, son, do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the hell you're doing in there. Yeah. But do, <laughs> but you, do you. Yeah. And I'm doing me. So. Yeah. yeah. And did you find it hard, like, <clears throat> growing up? Um, and eventually, you know, we all find ourselves and mm-hmm. discover our sexualities mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Was it tough for you, like, growing up and, and discovering, like, who you are so that you can present us with this fabulousness that we have now? Um, it was, you know, it was, like, I guess I would get picked on in school mm-hmm. and I bullied is the word, you know, mm-hmm. uh, if you will. But um, it never really... I don't know. I always had a really strong sense of self. I was yeah. always very introverted. I was always an older soul. Yeah. And so I kind of just, like, I couldn't wait to, to graduate and just get out of high school and junior yeah. high and everything like that. Um, I didn't come out to my pa- to my family until I was 16. Yeah. Um, and, it, and when I came out, it was just, like, a matter of fact. It was yeah. just like, hey, like... I want you to meet my boyfriend. Yeah. And so it was never really like, I'm out, like yeah. a huge thing, get the family together. Yeah. So they were just kind of like, okay, yeah. let's just take it in, keep Ooh, it moving. Oh, at 16, you were fast. I was like, hey girl, <laughs> like, you know. And it was actually, it was actually a really sad time in, yeah. in, in my life because it was the night that my dad passed away. Oh, no. And I needed my, my, my boyfriend at the time to come be with me to, you know, my, yeah. my brother was there, he had his girlfriend, my mom was there and she had her boyfriend. And I was just sitting there like, and we were all kind of mourning the loss of my dad. It was more mm. like a shock that night. Mm. And so I kind of needed someone to be there with me. So yeah. I said, hey, my boyfriend's coming over, you guys, I want you guys to meet him. Yeah. And I pulled my mom aside and I was like, I don't want anything to change between us, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, if anything, I love you more. And my brother kind of took it a certain way. It was just very like hush, hush. Yeah. Uh, but it was fine. And I just lived my life. And yeah. uh, it wasn't like I changed who I was or how I acted. Mm-hmm. I was always just very comfortable the way I spoke and the way I dyed my hair. It was yeah. just very that, you know. Yeah. So, um <clears throat> Uh, after that moment, everything became easy for me because it was like, okay, I lost my dad today. Mm-hmm. I just came out. Like, what else? Yeah. What else? Yeah. So everything after that was just like, what do I have to lose? Yeah. What do I have to lose, you know? Yeah. So, so and then as you ventured into music, mm-hmm. you know, was there any worry about being an openly gay artist? Were you, like, worried about that? Or did you, t- did you take the bull by the horn and say, listen, I'm just going to do me and receive it so like how did that influence how you would so LA to say this but brand yourself you know as an artist right well I definitely didn't know that I was gonna you know brand myself as you know a gay performance artist Mm -hmm. not that that's how I brand myself but I am gay and I'm a performance artist right yeah so but as I was a backup dancer and I thought that that's what I was really going to do you Mm -hmm. know Uh, but when I was dancing at the time I felt like the you know I had to even though she's very butch, she had to push it up even more to, you know, to play backup to yeah. these, like, female recording artists. So you were acting, too. I was acting. I was. She was really acting. And so I felt like 
I was waking up, going to do what I really love, like my dream, you know, mm. pursuing my passion. But at the same time, I felt like I was killing my soul a little bit yeah. by going back into the closet. Mm-hmm. I was living my dream, pursuing my passion, but still like going back into the closet. And that kind of hurt. Yeah. So I kind of reevaluated it, took some time off. And then I was just like, out of the frustration of like, not going to auditions because I didn't want to shave. I didn't want to play the stereotypical Latin role, you know. Mm. And even this now is my own, like, fuck you too. Or can we say that? Is my own. Yeah, you, al- you always say it and then say, oh, I'm sorry, I can know, we say right? that? How yeah. does that work? Yeah. yeah. So, so th- th- <laughs> this was like, you know, my embracing my roots and just kind of like, you know, not poking fun, but just kind of like telling Hollywood, you know, you want me to be the stereotypical Latin role? Well, I'm going to give it, it to you on my terms. Here it is. And yeah. take it and eat. And- <laughs> uh, so, uh, so it was a struggle, uh, yeah. but I, I felt like I had a lot to say uh-huh. and, um, I wanted to, you know, give, gay music a, a, a makeover give mm-hmm. gay culture a makeover give fashion a makeover give Hollywood a makeover give music a makeover yeah. you know what it means to grow up gay in East LA to be progressive to to listen to different genres of music um, to be inspired by the world around me you know uh, I wanted to put that in my work mm-hmm. and what comes out after putting everything in that blender is a mixture of house and R&B and pop and yeah. I'm gay, I butch it up a little, I play with my femininity. Mm. I just embrace who I am and yeah. I just want to be comfortable in that to inspire other people and to just kind of change this archaic stereotype of what it means to be Latin in in the entertainment industry. You know? Yeah, and that that is very inspiring, especially, you know, to let this generation know mm-hmm. that it is okay to be yourself and it's it is okay. okay to embrace yourself yeah. and you know if you're butch be butch if you're right. femme be femme just right. be you right if you're both be both be both exactly yeah. um who are some of your musical influences uh let's see well i love a lot of 90s house yes anything that came out of the 90s yes. pop r&b even country like yes. anything from the 90s is, is just amazing it was yeah. a pure uh, pure time in music when things weren't really so contrived. People weren't after like selling records. They mm-hmm. were just like making music because they loved it. And that, you know, inspired sales and records and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Now it's, you know, the game has changed. Yeah. Um, so, uh, definitely inspired by anything that happened in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get a lot of inspiration by like activists mm-hmm. that came before us, like the 70s era, the Castro, San Francisco, Harvey Milk, RuPaul, yeah. uh, Andy Warhol, Basquiat. Um, anything that happened in the past, you yeah. know, uh, that really inspires me. Yeah. Yeah. I can sense that because, uh, when I was listening to, um, your latest video, See Me, mm-hmm. Um, I was like, this is so, like, I feel like so 90, so like yes. in Living Color, Fly right, Girl, exactly. like She's this is the intro, girl, yes. you got the booze, you got everything, <laughs> right, you about right. to like yeah. really get it. Yeah. So I felt that. And you know, it was, the 90s is such a fun time mm-hmm. that like, I, I can sense that like that's where you are. But you're so fun anyway with your music and you. how everything is just very upbeat and very playful yeah. and everything like that. And of course, we have to talk about the fashion. Yes, the fashion. Where do you get where, <laughs> what inspires your your fashion because it's so eclectic, it's so mm-hmm. like individual. 
Thank like, you. Yeah, like, how do you, where do you draw that inspiration from? Because some people will look at it and go, huh? But some yeah. people look what? at it and go, yeah. Right, yeah. Like, do it. <laughs> and I like that. I yeah. like both of those reactions because it's, it's a performance, you know? I studied yeah. fashion after high school and I worked in the industry for some time. Mm. And th- there was also, like, you know, a lot of rules to follow there. And she's kind of punk and rebellious and yes. she likes to break the rules and yes. everything like that. You don't look like a, a rule follower at yeah, all. Yeah, right. All. So, um, <laughs> So I think, you know, music and dance and acting, that's a performance. But yeah. also, too, fashion for me is a silent, a silent performance that says a lot about who you are, what you're trying to say. Um, and I also, for me, it's more of like making people think and ma- making people question like, well, why is he wearing that? Or mm-hmm. what's, what's the idea behind that? Or is, is he playing that up? Is he making me feel, you know, it, it's, it's a performance, you know, if I'm wearing a, a blue quinceanera dress mm-hmm. or like a blue mariachi, yes. you know, outfit. Which I love the blue quinceanera dress. She by was the cute, way. right? Was, yeah. She was very easy to travel with. Yes. In Europe, I stuck her in a duffel bag. We did that, <laughs> that tour. It was so simple. Um, so for me, it's just more, you know, playing around with, it's drag, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's a dress. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what I wear. If it's blue eyebrows, if it's a pink poofy dress, if it's, a, you know, an Aztec outfit, mm-hmm. it's just drag. It's yeah. just articles of clothing. And I think people shouldn't get so hung up on stereotypes and cliques within the gay community or just in life in general, yeah. you know? It's all clothes. Because at the end of the day, you know, who you are, the essence of who you are, regardless of what race, what sexual preference, mm-hmm. that's what really matters, yeah. you know? And uh, I like to play with that. Yeah, I can tell. I like, to, so, confuse, I like to confuse people and, like to, <laughs> you know, get them aroused and then turn them off and piss them off and then just kind of have them just be like, oh, that was cute. I, I, I remember uh, a few years ago when we were at the World of Wonder Christmas party yeah. and you came in mm-hmm. with the blue Kinsinera dress and right. I was like, I live this girl. Right? I live. <laughs> you twirled all throughout said, that party, on, and I was like, "I love it." I, I was said, like, "You do on. you." Yes, <laughs> with a little paper crown, with a yellow paper crown, everything. That paper crown, by the way. So that I was living in New York at the time, <clears throat> and uh, I had this idea for a crown, and I wanted it to look very crafty and inspired by Basquiat, but yeah. like make it kind of like you know Butch Queen, like up in pumps at a ball. So I walked my little butt to the Walgreens across the street, and I got. <laughs> me that dollar paper crown and I marked a lot you know made the little outline and yeah. that became a thing I wore that for a couple of years and every time because I would sweat a lot after yeah. every show so I would have to get a new one every single every day time. but now it's become like a Halloween costume people yeah. on Instagram they do the A.B. Soto like crown um, just a little fun fact. Just a little fun. Just I a little love fun fact. that. You had a crown. You got people doing crowns. You got people crowns, brows, You are cha-cha. a trendsetter. Yes. I try. <laughs> you don't try, you do. You Thank do. You. Thank now, you. speaking of fashion, mm-hmm. I I sort of went <laughs> a little bit when I saw this. You uh, got to work with Patricia Field. Am yes. I not? Yes. Am I right? Yeah. Yes. And she did Sex in the City, which yes. we all love. Amazing. Um, yes. Deep down inside, I'm I'm Carrie. By uh, way. Who yeah. isn't? But right? although right. my friends remind me that I'm more Charlotte, but I'm a clean Carrie. Okay, I'm a Carrie, little Samantha. Yeah. Little Carrie, little, uh, Carrie. No, little Carrie, little Samantha, and a Charlotte, a Char- Charlotte, little yeah. Charlotte, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just want to claim Carrie all the way, right? Of course, yeah. who doesn't I mean, want to be yeah. Carrie? Yeah. Well, you, no one wants to be Miranda. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but 
But how was it working with with such a legendary, you know, designer, someone who is just known for fashion? Yeah. Well, they um, they're always, you know, all the kids that work there. Everyone that comes through there is brilliant, has a vision, inspirational. Uh, I have a lot of good friends there. Mm-hmm. I go, I go in. I try on clothes. It's just like a, it's a party, you know. Yeah. It was more than just like a, a retail shop or a boutique. It was yeah. just like, like a, like a coffee shop. Like it just, fe- it had this vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I've always uh, taken inspiration from there and yeah. worn a lot of the stuff in my videos. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to them to, you know, get some, some, because I wanted this, this video see me to go very '90s, very like simple, clean that essence of New York mm-hmm. like um, and so I reached out to them they're like yeah we want to you know come pull from the store and you can use every look that you want for the video we'll cross promote and they were so nice to me and yeah. they, they let me just pull like thousands of dollars of clothes and oh. we styled it me and the director Aaron Cobbett yes. and uh, it, it came out really good that sounds like pure heaven. Like yeah. when you when you're young and you go through like your parents' closet and you're like trying on their clothes. Right. That's like an upgrade. Right. Like that's right. a bigger closet. Right. With like more clothes. Right. I would I would have said you know what cancel everything. Right. I'm be here all day. Right. And we were. <laughs> we were. We were in that fitting room. We were just trying on looks and looks. And we had to edit. Um, yeah. But uh, we we I'm very happy with how it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Speaking of working with people and cross promoting, and we mentioned World of Wonder mm-hmm. uh, just a little while ago, mm-hmm. uh, but you're one of their uh, network spotlights yes. um, as well, and you've been working with them for quite some time. Yes. How did that help um, your music, and how did that um, especially get it out to? Their their network is such a niche group of people, and it's yeah. drag queens and mm-hmm. it's transgender people and mm-hmm. everything. How did that elevate your career by mm-hmm. uh, working with them? Well, it definitely um, gave me a lot more exposure. Mm-hmm. They have a really great following. They're very creative over there. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, they're very uh, like on the pulse of like the next wave of like what art in Los Angeles is gonna be you Mm. know and if not around the world yeah Uh, but they remind me of like an early MTV you know Mm. what I'm saying like uh, just just very just just they're just down for the cause and they're all really nice to me over there Mm. and they're all fans and I'm a fan of their content so um, yeah we uh, we've been uh, working together and Uh, we've uh, have some secrets coming down the lines and stuff like that. I and, want you to spill the tea. Uh, the tea. And, well, the one thing that I can talk about is okay. obviously the remix of Cha Cha Bitch with RuPaul, mm-hmm. which everyone has been waiting for. Yes. And um, you can't keep the kids wet. Uh, like, I know, I know, gotta... I know. But it's not. It's out of my control. Yes. You know, it's in the wizard's hands, and mm. the wizards will release it upon the universe. And yes. when that happens, it'll be out. It'll and be very magical, will know. and you guys will get your entire life. Yes, and they will be getting their <laughs> lives, and then they will leave me alone, and that's that. <laughs> And, uh, but yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Uh, working with Rue was such a pleasure and he's so wise and inspirational yeah. and down to earth. And, um, the song is amazing. And mm. I'm just like, trust me, I'm at the gym and I listen to it on my iPod and I'm just like, can this just come out already? <laughs> but, um, you know, everything that's worthwhile takes time. Yes, and of so, course. Uh, and so that'll be out soon. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, more things to come oh. from the World of Wonder crew. Any advice that Rue gave you while you guys were working together? Um, get it together. Yes. Because there's a new 
there's a new queen getting off at the Hollywood and Highland Station yep. right now. Yeah. And they're in class right now yes. getting ready to come and take your spot. Yes. Yes. And you shall not <laughs> right. be dethroned right. from no new queen. Right. No. No. <laughs> Every day there's a queen at the Hollywood and Highland Station yep. that just arrived. Yes. That's what she said. Just arrived with their bags. That's Mary it. Tyler Moore yeah. throw the hat up She's in the air. She's ready. She's ready. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Right there. Well, I... Just watching you and just watching how hard you work out, I, I think it would be very hard for that queen to come for your spot. Come for me. <laughs> <laughs> there's room for everyone. There you know, is room for everyone. everyone. And there's the right time for everyone. Yes. And there's uh, that Nika Costa song. There's the right time for every star to shine. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's but room for everyone. Right now it's you. But it, right now shining. it's me. Get out of my way. <laughs> now, you just got back from Tokyo. Yes. And how was that experience and, and getting them to cha-cha over there? Right. Because exactly. they were, li- I saw a little clip they, on, on yes, your Twitter. Yes. And I was like, they are cha-cha on the house down yes, over there in they Tokyo. They were living. They were yeah. living. Yes. It's my second time in uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they are always so welcoming and they embrace me and they love the art and they're down for the cause and they're always just so appreciative that yeah. you're there performing. They're so sweet, hospitable. Yeah. And, um, I uh, I did two shows the same night at the club called Fancy Him mm-hmm. uh, in uh, Nichime, which is the gay uh, area, mm-hmm. and uh, it was amazing. They loved it, and yeah. I performed four songs each set, so it was eight songs. Um, they loved it, and uh, I was like, I was really curious, you know, this time around with performing Cha Cha Bitch and the songs from this album being yeah. a little bit more you know Latin influenced mm. how they were going to receive that and Cha Cha Bitch was their favorite of you know course. they knew it they were like that's the guy the Cha Cha Bitch the Cha Cha Bitch because <laughs> I was out you know I, I was there for almost a week and yeah. so before uh, I went to a few parties and I was because it was uh, Christmas and I, yeah. I spent Christmas there so I went to a few house parties and they were like the cha-cha bitch guy, the cha-cha bitch guy. And I was like, yes. And I was just like, I'm home, I'm home, you know? So it felt very, the first time I was there a couple years ago, almost three years ago, was, you know, like huge culture shock. But this time it felt very homey, like I'd, Obviously, I'd been there before. Yeah. I have friends there, dancer friends, directors, and I just, it just felt like home. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. It was good. I feel like cha-cha bitch is like the, the Latin, like electric slide. Yes. For us. Yes. I, I, I live for Thank all of you. that. It is like me reliving my Selena moment all over again. Right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And she'll get a new little, you know, facelift when, yes. when the, the room, roommix the comes roommix. out. That's right. And the kids will live. Yes. So. Now, let's talk about your, um, I still call them albums. Like, is that, is that appropriate to call them? Album, albums like the songs or albums? Yeah. Like your, your, records. your records. Yeah. 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 Records. So yeah. you have three. Yes. Um, the first two were Fag Out, Volume yes, 1 and 2. Yes, Volume 1 and 2. Yes, and then, Well, you know. Yes. I do my research. And then um, you currently have Mr. Soto. Yes. What, as as you produce each album, like, how did you feel, did you feel like a transition between mm-hmm. each one? Were there a different story that you were trying to tell with each one? Yes. Like, what was your creative process making these albums? So, <clears throat> the first two albums... <clears throat> Well, Fag Out Volume 1 was just me kind of just coming out the gate. Like, mm-hmm. just just had everything to say. And, yeah. you know, I was like, I'm butch, I'm feminine, I'm a little grungy, I'm not very weho, but I'm not too Silver Lake. I yeah. kind of fall in between. But, yeah, I'm like, you know, I love culture and art, and I, like, always, like, vibe with New York, but I'm, like, an East L.A. boy. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, it was just, like, everything that I had to say, you yeah. know? Um 
And out of that came Banshee Power, Butch Beat, Hip Hop, Fashions, Get Down, Dirty Boys, like just everything. Mm-hmm. The second one, uh, Fag Out Volume 2, I was living in New York, mm-hmm. and that was more artsy, underground, very experimental, yeah. um, and very vibey. Uh, and then Mr. Soto, for me, so at that time, like, you know, there was this, the gay rap movement, and everyone mm-hmm. was kind of, you know, putting me in a box where it was just like, oh, you're a gay rapper, you know, yeah. or you're a singer, are you a stylist, are you a dancer, like, what are you, a choreographer, you know, or you're Latin, uh, can you be banji, or mm-hmm. can you do ball ballroom music, or can you do house, like, what is this, rap, like, I don't get it, you know, so I wanted to kind of just not step away from that, but just kind of like... Confuse people even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are, are, you know, you are all about confusing people. I was just like, you are, you are all about confusing like, people yes. and putting them through the trenches. <laughs> I was like, gay rapper, I'll show you. I'll sh- so, so then, so then, Mr. Soto came about, and I just really wanted to play on like my Latin influences, and, yes. you know, and let people know that yes, I'm Mexican, 100, percent full blooded. Mm-hmm. I grew up in LA. I was born in LA. And I could be banji, I could be cunt, mm-hmm. I could be, you know, raunchy, I could be butch, I could be feminine, I could be all those things. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Soto was more like an homage of, like, going back home, going back into a community that has been very homophobic and not mm-hmm. accepting and very machismo, and kind of, like, come out again mm-hmm. in a new way and inspire, like, you know my Latin roots and and yeah. all my Latin community to, you know, step outside the box, come out, live their life. Yeah. And so Mr. Soto, naming the album Mr. Soto was actually also an homage to my dad. Yeah. Uh, just kind of like out of respect. And uh, I wanted to just play with all of the genres of music that I listened to growing up. Yeah. Because growing up, you know, as a minority in LA, you know, you kind of look down and like listening to like mariachi music and banda mm-hmm. music and Tejano music was just kind of like, you know, <laughs> it was just kind of like looked down upon. Yeah. And I was just like, no, I'm going to embrace that. And yeah. like, I just, I kind of wanted to just bring it and make it my own. And so Mr. Soto had that very Latin influence, but still keeping house in there yes. and keeping dance music. Because I love to dance at the end of the day. Yeah. High energy, you know, fun music to dance to. So that's how Mr. Soto came about. Yeah. No, I I love it. I love seeing, like, just, like, this evolution of, like, with each project that you do, there's, like, a different thing that you're trying to say and mm-hmm. convey through your music, um, which I enjoy. So, because I remember seeing Banshee Power. Right. With, that, that's when we first met. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, who is yeah, this? Yeah, who is she? What is she I trying like, what to do this? over there? Right. <laughs> I, I don't I, get it. I felt like Karen from right. Rogers. What is this? What's happening? Right, What's this? right, right. <laughs> I, it, that was in 2009. I was yeah. giving you like the Banshee, Baggy Silhouette. I was yes. giving you Jeremy Scott before Jeremy Scott was giving, you know? Like, yeah. And it was just like, I was just having fun with it. Yeah. And it was just like, 10 Dancers Deep. We mm-hmm. recorded that in like a warehouse in, in downtown LA and we yeah. were dancing for like eight hours. It was just fun, you yeah. know? And so, uh, oh yeah. Good yeah. times. Good no, times. I just, I, I feel like every track that I hear from you, it's just, it is just fun and you can tell that you're just having fun with it. Yes. Um, which I feel like a lot of people, you know, they're, they're creative uh, musically, but they just can't have fun with it because mm-hmm. they have so many restrictions and right. things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, one thing that allows your musical freedom is the fact that you're not with a label. Right? Um, does that make it harder um, to produce and and work on your music, or 
like how do you feel about just being an independent artist and not having those rules and regulations right. behind you? Well, there's pros and cons. Um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely harder, you know, working independently because you have to fund everything, you have to mm-hmm. organize everything, you have to create everything. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, that's the beauty of it. That's the freedom because I could wake up and say, you know what? I did a Latin song yesterday, but today I'm going to do like something completely different and I'm going to do booty bass music and I'm going to do a video for it yeah. or I'm going to do house you know so there's no restrictions yeah. uh, so that's that's I'm 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 my own boss I'm the mm-hmm. creative director I get to say and and do anything without the label telling me oh well you have to be latin or people aren't going to get it you have yeah. to do another cha cha bitch you have to you know keep making latin music or what do you mean house or what do you mean you're going to rap now and uh uh so there's pros and cons mm-hmm. you know uh but I do think I do think that you know the industry puts a lot of restrictions on people. So, you know, you see a lot of people not being open with their sexuality. A lot of, you know, people here in Hollywood, the dancers, choreographers, transitioning yeah. into singing. You know, they're still in the closet and there's, you know, it, it, there's, you can tell that there's something there that's, that's being contrived. Yeah. A bit. And so yeah. you, you kind of, you kind of just you you sit there and you watch it and you're still kind of waiting for something like are they going to give it to me are they going to give it to me oh they yeah. didn't give it to me yeah. and it's a little disappointing but at the same time you know they're trying to get on and they're trying to like market to an industry that you know is 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 very tough to break into and be authentic and gay and there's a formula you know but mm. i believe that you can break that formula yeah. and if you really have the courage to you know not struggle but if you have the courage to bite the bullet for a while mm-hmm. you know there 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 could be a, a a light at the end of the tunnel yeah <laughs> you know it, it kind of or a queen at the end I, of the tunnel I'm like hey guy you see me i'm right here <laughs> you imagine yes bitch yes i'm here it, it, so so the cha-cha bitch thing yeah. came with the uh the inspiration behind that the yes. choreography for me was uh the little cha-cha the little cha-cha girl the emojicon on the phone yeah yeah the little girl that, that goes that's like, like this? this yeah yeah that's like yeah that's it where came that came from, from. Shut up. cha-cha I love that. Yeah, part of the inspiration. Oh, because like, she, <laughs> I, you sent me that. <laughs> I did, yeah. I and just, I was like, I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're my favorite emojis this day, yes. these days. The, the, the little girl and the little cactus. <laughs> and the rose. Because it's just very like Latin. You know? It is very Latin. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, the little emoji girl, thank you for the cha-cha. Because right. we wouldn't have that. Yeah. Um, with, uh, mm-hmm. talking about just like, you know, people kind of coming into their own mm-hmm. uh, musically, it reminded me of some of our 90s, you know, pop stars so mm-hmm. to say like when Pink first came out right. and they tried to make her very like hip hop R&B right. and we were like okay we can get with it but then right. she came out with her second album we're mm-hmm. like wait a minute right. you know right. this isn't the right. same right. but I like this person right. you know what I mean yeah. and then also like people like Christina Aguilera who came right. out like real sweet and innocent right. were like listen we got that in Britney what right. can you do and she was right. like well I'm just gonna go totally left right. and we like like that right. you know so I feel like sometimes record labels they may have good intentions, but you yep. never know, right. you know, how someone can be received musically. Right. So I, I love the fact that you don't have that restriction and you can be your fabulous self because right. 
all this can't be contained in. Right. Could you imagine being signed <laughs> to a label right now? They would be like, you want to wear a pink mariachi suit? Wear? No. No. They would be like, get you in like a regular outfit, go over there and do press, and I would just be like a working hoe for the right. record company. You You'd know? just be like a mannequin, just like, dress me up. Right, yes. Let you me know. do it. And so, uh, I mean, you have to play the game, and, yeah. and there's, there's, there's formulas. I know that the record industry is, you know, they have to sell records and everything like that. But, yeah. you know, everything you know there's a lot of people that come into the game and change it Jennifer yeah. Lopez changed the game Lady oh, Gaga sure. changed the game well first of all J-Lo changed the game by we were like wait a minute right you can sing right like, right 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 what, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, Selena can <laughs> right, and they don't give her that much credit. I mean, yeah. she slays. She does. She keeps she does. changing the game. Yeah, yeah. Know? Oh, when she opened her mouth at the American Music Awards. Yes, I was like, right, exactly. Is that oh. you, girl? Yeah, I was like, that's she don't I was like, play. That's not a track. She don't play. Yeah. They, they hate, but she don't play. She doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't. And you don't either. Like you are really like full thro- full force and throttle with your music and stuff. And I appreciate that. And I hope Thank that. You. People are continuing to be inspired just to be themselves and be yeah. their authentic self. And do you, and you'll have fun doing it. Right. And everything else will, will come from that. Right. And I think that's why I work so hard, because I'm just having a good time. Yeah. I love what I do. No one's telling me what I should do. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I wake up, and I'm just like, you know what? This would be a great idea for a video. Yeah. And I put that out into the universe, and like I make that happen. So yeah. uh, I think that's what... It, it, I guess to the outside world, it seems like I, I'm working hard, but I'm just really having a good time. And yeah. I'm just like more so giving birth to these ideas so that yeah. they can just live on even before me. Yeah. So uh, I'm having fun. I'm yeah. having fun. Now, out of all of the songs that, that you have written, like what's one that's like really personal to you? Um, if you see. can choose one, I feel like that's always such a tough question. Yeah. It's always like, which one's your favorite one? Right. It's like, they're, they're all, all yeah. that's why they made the album. Right. Um, they're all like my babies. Yeah. Um, I would say Fashions is like a, is one that just kind of encompasses like the aura, the energy of like the flavor of what I am about. Mm-hmm. But then See Me mm-hmm. is like, is is deeper like on a more like intimate level you know for like people to get to know me like behind the drag and like you know who I really am as a person and things like that so I would say fashions and see me okay yeah um now what's coming up for you because I mean we just got into 2016 right and I know that you have a lot coming up some you can mention some you can't right um but what is coming up what's next for you so there's definitely going to be a proper tour coming uh, this year, mm-hmm. probably March, April, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, more music videos. Yes. I'm going to release some stuff soon. 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 Because that can change. And then I yeah. always get like, you know, people are like, well, you said a week, you said a month, and then it doesn't come out, you know? Yeah. Um, so new videos. I want to finish videos for this Mr. Soto album. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually start working on a new album. Yes. Why not? She yes. has a lot of, she's been traveling. She's inspired. inspired. She's grown Very a lot influenced. this year. Yes. She has more things to say. Maybe yes. she's going to tackle country next. I don't know. You know, she's just going <laughs> to... <laughs> She's gonna watch me. You don't think I'll make country hot? You know what? Could you imagine? I'm, no, no, no. I'm almost scared to be like, 
you can't do country right? because then next thing I know, right. it'll be you, right. very country twain. Country. And I'll be like, this right. right. went she out did and did a country she album. Did you better that. get your life carried okay. underwood. Okay. I live. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, more music. Yeah. Uh, the Root stuff will come out. The mm-hmm. the video, the remix, which I'm really excited about. Yes. And um, a few more little secret projects that mm-hmm. she can't talk about because they make you sign contracts and oh, g- exclusivity things. I girls. know there's one thing in that contract that says if you take you owe and I'm not trying right. to tell no I'm not yeah. trying to owe yeah. yeah so um so yeah yeah touring mm-hmm. new videos music shows girl shows is there anything else that you would that you want to do outside of of music like cause a lot of people come in and they're like yeah I want to do music I eventually want to have my own line I want to do this <laughs> that what like what else would you want to do outside of the musical box if any uh that has nothing to do with entertainment or uh, yeah Whichever. Um, the wor- Listen, the world is your oyster. Right? Take the pearl, girl. Right. Well, I mean, I definitely, I love to teach. I love to teach dance. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been getting a lot of requests to, like, teach dance. Mm-hmm. Want to do that. Acting is always something that I've wanted to do, you know. Um, activism. Yeah. You know, and I don't know what that really looks like. I mean, I think I'm an activist through my music yeah. and, and just, just the performance of it all. Yeah. Um... I like to travel, but at the same time, I kind of just want to live in a small town and wake up and just feed my dog and like have a backyard and sounds so domesticated. So domesticated. Yeah, I just been just you know. She travels a lot. She yeah. does a lot of things. Sometimes you like, just want that moment just to breathe. Yeah. And just relax. To just wake up and make her little green smoothie and just. I feel like I'm going like to see you on an episode of like Tiny House or something. Right. And it's like on this like little secluded island. Something, you know, yeah. a beach where you can just kind of just like live your life. Right. And just like sit out on your deck and sunbathe yeah. and like do all that. Cooking with A.B. Soto, something. I don't know. Oh, I just, I want it all. Yeah. I want it all. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. We all do. But yeah. the great thing about it is. Is that you can have it all as long yes. as you continue working hard and doing you right you can have everything yes opulence yes she is everything you she own owns it everything yes girl. <laughs> yes exactly well uh before we have to to wrap things up um i want people to be able to connect with you yes. and to uh find out where you're going and all the things that are happening with you yes so let the children know where they can find you via social media yes my website is absoto.com mm-hmm. uh instagram because she's very popular on instagram these days yes absoto twitter is absoto music mm-hmm. and uh what else oh facebook there's a facebook music page she's got a personal page yeah i mean there uh and youtube subscribe on youtube absoto yes Oh, well, thank you, A.B., for coming in and cha-chaing with me and kikiing and having a great time. Thank you. Um, Thanks for having me. No problem. And I wish you much, much success thank in you 2016. So and thank it's you. going to be just as amazing as the other years. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yay. And thank you guys for tuning in to the concert experience with the one and only, the fabulous Mr. A.B. Soto. I've been your host, Tony Moore. You can find me on all social media platforms at Lounge with Tony or my website, loungingwithtony.com. We're going to leave this with you. This is see me by the one and only Mr. A.B. Soto. We'll see you next time. Have a wonderful day. Cha-cha, bitch. (laughs) 
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.